here we go again. We are in a new month for number six. Yeah, welcome back to the Film Obsessed Couple. Yes, yes, yes. I am still Scott. I'm Shelly. And thank you again for joining us. We made it through that last one. Yes. Oh, we, boy. We, we did gun shy. Jesus. Never again. No, never again. So thank you for joining us. Like we said, it's a new month, February, the month of love. So that's why we changed it. We'll be doing a different theme every month. Mm -hmm. And for February, we're doing rom-com, romantic comedies. Yeah. And um, January was action adventure month, something to get the year started. So I'm sure this time next year when the new year hits, you'll be ready for something to to get us going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a good way to start the year. And now I'm feeling love. We can we can take a little bit of a breather from all the action. We ended on a movie that didn't have much action, mm. but that's enough about that. We're we're talking today about a movie called Simply Irresistible. Simply Irresistible has the song is not yeah. in it. I was disappointed because I was like, "Ooh, that's a good song." Yeah. Well, when they started it with the music, I was like, "Well, we're starting it with not the song, so that's really shitty." Nope. Um, it was in in 1999 is when it came mm. out. Good and year. It stars <laughs> stars um, two actors with three names, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Sean Patrick Flannery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In my notes, I just referred to them as SMG and SPF. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> no. Thanks. Um, I had heard about this movie, never seen it before, but I had heard about how weird this movie is. And we'll get into it, of course. But yeah, there's mm-hmm. some s- weird shit in here. There is. Stuff is not explained as to why it's happening. Um, but yeah, I heard about it, so I picked it. We wanted to do some kind of like crazy, probably a pretty bad movie for the rom-com month. So have you ever heard of this movie before? Yeah, as we were watching it, I think I have probably seen it, but of course I don't remember yeah. much ever. Well, well, here we go. So, um, yeah, it starts off Sarah Michelle Gellar, SMG. Mm-hmm. Her name is Amanda in the movie, and mm-hmm. she is a chef at a local restaurant called The Southern Cross. Yes, and I'm guessing this must be like a small town. It's New York. Right. Well, that's weird. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That is not a small town. How come she knows everybody? I don't know. I think it's just because she she only goes to a few places. um, Because the reason I know it's New York is because she says later in the movie that the restaurant is in Tribeca. And I know oh. Tribeca because of the Ghostbusters Firehouse is located in Tribeca. Of course you do. Mm-hmm. Well, and that and this podcast I listen to, We Hate Movie, is very funny. They're from New York, so they talk about the location, so I kind of know oh, that. Okay. They that said Tribeca sense. got renovated a while, or maybe in this time. It, it used to be kind of a rough neighborhood maybe in the 80s. That's why Egon and the Ghostbusters makes the joke about it's a demilitarized zone. Mm. Uh, but I think they went in there and renovated it. And uh, I know Robert De Niro had some stuff in there to do, the, the, the Tribeca Film Festival. I think he's the head of it. So Okay. So it's in New York, but yes, you are correct. She knows cool. everybody in this. <laughs> it could be a small town. You wouldn't have known because they never say New York. No, I mean, she's going through a market, and she knows mm-hmm. everybody that's selling things. And Yeah, and I, just, I, I thought, suppose... Oh. I suppose that could be written off as, like, she goes to that market all the time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can see that. Um, the music that starts it is, I feel just like a schoolgirl, something like that. I wrote no. it. I was like, feel just like a schoolgirl. I feel just like a schoolgirl. I'm like, wow. It, what was it? Teenage Ass Patrol. Tune into our last episode for that shit. But, yes, it starts off, she's at the market. Could very well be a neighborhood market of a small town, but 
Uh, I think it doesn't hold up because the the store that SPF Sean Patrick Flannery is opening or runs it's like a higher class like Macy's or well, not yeah. like not like Macy's that we know it but like a really high dollar store right yeah I I thought it was like a mall yeah it, it, it feels that way but yeah she's in the market she's going around she's buying different things and she knows everybody there I guess just because she's been there all the mm-hmm. time but she meets a guy and he's sitting there and he's like would you like my crabs <laughs> so you want to know what I call this guy? What's that? Creepy guy. Yes. He comes off as very creepy. His name is Gene O'Reilly. Yes. But then he's like, take my crabs, Amanda. <laughs> I don't want them anymore. <laughs> She's like, can I buy these crabs from you? He's like, oh, no, that's not how you get my crabs. No, just come closer. Oh, God. <laughs> but he keeps disappearing. She like t- talks to him and she's like, I don't know what to do with those. And then she turns around and he's like right in front of her. Yeah. And she's like, how did you? Well, how did you? It's fucking creepy. Yeah. Stalker. So she's like, no, I don't know what I would do with these crabs. And so she's talking to some of the other guys at the market. And mm-hmm. one guy's like, I'm sorry, your restaurant closed down. And this the other guy there is like, shut up, shut up, yeah, shut up. Uh, SMG is like, bitch, what? <laughs> she's like, we're, we're still open. We're not closing. Not at all. And so he's like, oh, I thought I, thought I heard, you know, or, that it was closing down. And she's like, no, we're still open. And. The crab, there's like this very bad puppet crab. Oh, I, I had to laugh. Because, it's so funny. I mean, you could see the little strings coming off of it that move it along. <laughs> Pretty much. And I'm like, okay, I know this is an older movie, but come on, we know better than this. Yeah, well, CGI I don't think was that great at the time, although Star Wars was coming out and they had some, some decent CGI. Yeah. Star Wars I, Episode One. I really feel like if they wanted to, they could have made this so much better yeah well they weren't and they didn't they did not so yes this crab jumps out of the bucket i thought he was just giving her the crabs because he he's like take them and she has to pay like what 50 bucks i think it was like 50 i was like oh i thought you were giving them to her and she's already talking about i don't know how i would cook these but and then she's like i don't even know why i'm buying these yeah it's like oh well whatever and so one of the puppet crab jumps out of the box and She's chasing it, like crawling mm-hmm. around on the ground in New York City, by the way. Good luck. Yeah, that's kind of gross. But So yeah, she crawls and she comes underneath the table and she comes out the other side and, and she looks up and it's Sean Patrick Flannery, SPF, mm-hmm. which I don't know. I think the Boondock Saints was around this time. That's a movie he did with Norman Reedus. He plays um, Daryl on The Walking Dead. Yeah. They did a movie together called The Boondock Saints where they get the... Uh, the, the word of God tells them to kill mobsters. Well. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Okay. The first one was okay when I was a kid. I think that would be an equilibrium type movie where I was like, this movie was badass. So they're talking together and this crab pinches Sean Patrick Flannery's leg. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ooh. Yeah. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she's like, I'm going to make it. I'm going to cook him up and make crab Neapolitan. Napoleon. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, that sounds amazing. Like, oh I would come gosh, by. That's and... fancy as fuck. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. That's me talking, by the way. <laughs> I know crab. I don't know crab Napoleon. But she's like, yeah, come by to the Southern Cross. It's my restaurant. And we'll make it and, and I'll serve it to you. And he's like, I will take you up on that. Mm-hmm. So we go back and it, we go to her restaurant at the yes. Southern Cross. Just a tiny little thing, which, by the way, we'll, we'll talk about it first and then I'll make my point. So... 
basically what's happening is that the rent in the restaurant is getting raised yes. to 5000 a month. Which I don't know the state of Tribeca at that point, but when she said they lived in Tribeca, I was like, mm-hmm. well, I understand why it's five fucking thousand dollars a month. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe not in New York, but. If the Ghostbusters ever decided to sell their firehouse, they'd be like trillionaires probably. Probably. Just because that neighborhood, from what I understand, is so rich. Jeez. So expensive. But yeah, she's talking to, do we know who this lady is? Is it her aunt? Yeah, it's aunt. They're not very clear on her. Oh, I, d- I didn't. I don't think I put it down in here, but it's... We'll call her uh, Auntie. I don't know. Betty Buckley is her real name. Well, she is a singer, if I remember right. I think I read about something. She looked familiar. Yeah, she's an actress and a singer. She's best known for Eight is Enough from the 70s through the 80s. But yes, she's coming in and she's noticing there's not many people there. There's mm-hmm. just some few regulars Regular that come people. there all the time. Mm-hmm. And her her aunt is like, well... You know, she's like, I heard the craziest rumor that we're going to have to sell this place or we're shutting down. And she's like, well, you know, the rent has been raised to 5000 and we were behind quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, well, shit, what are we going to do? And this is where we cut to Patrick, Sean Patrick Flannery, like what he does for the bit. Uh, first, um, Betty's like, she starts talking all these, I don't know, what are they called? Analogies or whatever, but. Like proverbs kind yeah. of. Yeah. And she's like, um. The wind slamming one door shut opens another. Yes. I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, it's like a nice little proverb. And Sarah Michelle Geller says a proverb to him later, or kind of like a nice saying to him later to, mm-hmm. to kick him in the ass a little bit. But yes, it cuts to Sean Patrick Flannery, and he is like, he's, is he a manager of the department store? I think he, I don't know what it's called, but he just like, he's a starter business guy. He's oh, starting yeah. this uh, restaurant for... A guy. The guy that owns the department store. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, which, by the way, the owner of the department store got some crazy-ass stories about that guy. No, I can He's imagine. a great actor. He's an amazing actor. But, right. Um, yes, Sean Patrick Flannery is working at this department store to open a like the finest dining restaurant. Mm-hmm. And this store, again, is like a fine shopping store. Like, I keep saying Macy's, but I guess Macy's back in the day was high-priced or yeah, high-fashion. It, it was, and, and it's just very formal yeah it's like a high class kind of ritzy type place mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they are opening up the fine dining establishment like a restaurant in here and he's just overseeing it and he's like yes you will eat at the fine restaurant at the fine dining and then come shop for the finest products blah 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 right and his assistant lois i think is her name but her name in real life is patricia clarkston mm-hmm. she's awesome she's been in a yeah. lot of different things before and she's really great she's funny lady she's very funny very pretty mm-hmm. in this movie she's pretty now but she's just she's just aged of course but right um she's like oh you have a lady in your office and sean patrick flannery's like oh fuck you gotta uh, be kidding yeah so they go up and amanda pete um she comes in which i don't I don't know really what she had been in at this point, but she'd been in quite a bit as well. Married to one of the Game of Thrones writers. Oh, wow. So she never has to work again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, she is like, oh, I downloaded my schedule to yours on your computer. Mm-hmm. All my schedule's in red. And he's like, oh, shit. And he gives this long-winded story about, oh, he's, you know, the fourth date makes it serious or some shit mm-hmm. like that. They're on their third date, and he's been tracking his happiness. And it yeah. was it was high, you know, in the first... Two dates, and then the third one, it starts declining. He has it all mapped out. Yeah. He's an uptight man, and he needs a woman to come in there and, and to relax. Mm-hmm. Or, or to, to 
stop him from being so strict. Patricia Clarkson has some funny lines in here, and she was like, well, the third date, she's like, she downloaded it on your computer. I hope you're using a condom. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, sharing cyberspace is a big step for you. That's funny. And then we get this fucking dumbass side story of Sean Patrick Flannery has a fucking paper plane that he's trying to break the world oh, record with. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know what this story. I mean, it comes to a little bit in the end, but I, I didn't don't even know. reference it in my notes. Yeah. <laughs> so because I'm just like paper airplane. I mean, I get it comes into play. I don't know. I was having uh, Vietnam type flashbacks of us class i took in college which one of the things of the class was you had to get into a group of like five or six people maybe more yeah and build and design an airplane oh fuck yes and you had to like put windows and stuff on it which you could take like a little dot and make it like a window but you had to glue it on so you make like a production line and you tell them you're like we can make he's like i'm gonna give you like 20 minutes like in 20 minutes we can make 30 planes and you had to hit that number. And then you tested how well they fly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was the worst. It was so stressful. And you think that that would be the class. But no, you still had tests and homework and shit. So I'm meeting up in the middle of the night with these people trying to design a fucking airplane. And then I got a test in the morning. Wow. It was the worst. I mean, it was cool how we did it because we came together and we probably spent a lot of money on like these things that would cut pieces of paper out. Like we had a rectangle uh, hole punch. That would be like the door on the side. Mm. You just rectangle hole punch, and then we had the glue dots. You just put glue dots on it and put it on the plane. Okay. But God, it was so crazy. And then the the leader of our group, we picked him because he talked very well in regards to business. He's like, hey, 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 I'm going to be great. Hey, hey. Um, he had an Adderall addiction, I think. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Somebody, we were waiting for him to come in, and one of the other people in our group was like, I just saw him pop a bunch of pills. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. That's how but, it gets through the day. <laughs> yeah, well, not to knock it, I'm sure a lot of people do it, but yeah, yeah we're like, oh shit. But anyway, he's talking about these paper planes in this movie, and I'm like, paper planes! Oh, paper planes! Oh, jeez. No! <laughs> no, not that trauma. Um, but he talks about how Howard Hughes set a world record by throwing it like 50 feet or something. I and have no idea. Patricia Clarkston's like, oh, Howard Hughes, isn't that that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? And he's like, well, yes, but that movie is based on the guy in real life. Mm-hmm. The movie, it's called The Aviator. It hadn't come out yet. At this oh. point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's like, oh, and she's like, isn't Howard Hughes the guy that also wouldn't leave his room and peed in jars? And he's oh, like, boy. And he's like, maybe. Ew, that's gross. Yeah, so for some reason, he's trying to set a record. It'll come back, kind got of. It. Yep, got it. So... Sarah Michelle Gellar cuts back to her restaurant and she's cooking and they talk about how she's a terrible cook mm-hmm. at first. She just can't cook. And the, her, her sous chef, I don't know what his name is. Um, it is Lawrence Gillard Jr., which he goes by Nolan. Anyway, yeah, no, we'll call him Nolan. I think he was in um, The Walking Dead. He's also, I think I know where he's from now. I just noticed that he's from The Waterboy. Doesn't Adam Sandler hit somebody and he's like, damn. I Maybe. Think, I think he's in because I was like, I've seen this guy before. But he's in The Walking Dead as well. That's cool. I think so. Don't quote me on that. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Oh, well, that's fine. Yes, he was in The Walking Dead. Hey, hey. I know my Walking Dead. And I haven't, I'm behind on it. Oh, he was in The Wire as well. Wow. I didn't recognize him from that. He was in The Waterboy, yes. He's like, he's Bobby Boucher's like best friend. Okay. When he goes to school and on the team. But she's talking to him. We'll call him Nolan. She's talking to him and is like, oh, you know, I'm." he's like, you're going to find your, your groove here soon, which 
if you can't cook, I would think the best way to remedy that is to maybe study or do something else better. Like practice it. Don't she's like, I'm going to keep on cooking the way I do, but yeah, practice. Yeah. Don't just dump it. (laughs) I don't know. She just makes it and (laughs) she just makes it and she's like, well, this is shit. So I'm going to serve it. Let me ruin your dreams. If you're not good at it, just give up. No, I got to move practice. on. <laughs> you got to practice. Yeah, you do, do got to practice. So they have a weird talk where she was like, oh, she, she gives him something to taste. Nolan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's like, how does this taste? And he's like, oh, it tastes like dirt and no, blue cheese. He says it tastes fine. And then she's like, yes. oh, it tastes like dirt and blue cheese. Dirt and blue cheese. And Ugh. then they both go like. What's worse than dirt and blue cheese? And then at the same time, they both go, rum raisin. Mm -hmm. Which I'm like, okay. Whatever. Thanks. So Sarah Michelle Gellar brings out a plate of food to this table. It's a man and his wife. And um, she's like, are you having dessert today? And the guy's like, no, I went to my doctor for my cholesterol. And you don't even want to (laughs) know. You don't want to know whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And then another guy comes in, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm late, blah, blah, blah. And I think this is where Sarah Michelle Gellar, she she stands over this table for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Where if I was the couple, it would be like, what? Like, like, you gave me my food. I'm trying to eat here, if you could move along, please. <laughs> I know we're regulars and stuff, but it's time to eat. Get out. You don't want to see what's coming next. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see how I eat. I don't want to eat in front of you. It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> Nobody watch. If you eat, watch me eat, you'll go blind. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I think this is where she tells them that they're going to be closing down. Yeah. Or tells them that the rent raised. And she only has tears coming down one side of her eye. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'm, I, You know, I have a real problem with how movies have people cry. Mm-hmm. Like if it's fake crying, like if it's real crying... <laughs> You know, bravo, fucking yeah. awesome. You're doing great. Love your acting. But fake crying where they just do like either one tear or one side streaming. I don't I don't know. Yeah. Have you ever cried and it just comes down one side of your face? No, I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. No, not when you're really crying. I did just learn on the It's Always Sunny podcast, they were talking about crying. Um, there's an episode where... Charlie sees the waitress has slept with Frank and he has like a tear roll down. Mm. They say that how they do that regularly in acting is that they have like this dust, this menthol dust is what they called it. Oh. And they would like blow it in your eyes and it like burns and causes tears. Jesus. Yeah. They were like, we were doing that. They were doing that to little kids and shit like that. I don't think that's probably healthy that's for your eyes. That's what they said too. They were like, maybe, you know, now thinking about it, probably not healthy for the eyes. Because <laughs> he's like, God. he's like, not every actor can get there and cry, you it's know. It's like when they put uh was it like chili powder or something in Dee's eyes when her fake baby was dead <laughs> they hold the funeral <laughs> he blows like chili powder in her eyes oh fuck she's like oh god damn it <laughs> that burns that burns and she's trying to give the speech and she can't see she's like oh oh fuck and then she her eyes start bleeding she's like, am i bleeding <laughs> what did you do to me <laughs> and, and dennis is on the side he's like cry harder you bitch <laughs> Anyway, we're going through that now. You guys should watch that if you haven't. But yeah, yeah, that's what I've heard. I've it's heard that dark. They use. It's dark. Though. It's very dark. So you yeah. have to have a pretty good sense of humor and uh, kind of chill a little bit. Well, they... shit, we just talked about a fake baby death. So. Yeah, we, um, and that's not the worst. So. Yeah. It's, uh, um, but yes, that's how I've, they said on the podcast on how they cry and they blow it. So maybe why? But the other guy that walks in, not the couple, but the other regular, 
she he's like, but where am I going to go for lunch? And she says something like, you don't come here for lunch. Yeah, don't come here again. Or no, I think she says like, you don't come here for the know. lunch, which I'm, which they keep talking shit about her food at the beginning, meaning how it's not good. Mm-hmm. And this guy, she's like, well, you don't come here for the lunch. Meaning like the, uh, the way I took it is like the food sucks ass. I right. think you come here just because the people. Exactly. So she walks, um, she walks outside and she like sits down on the ground and. This is where Sean Patrick Flannery and Amanda Peet, his girlfriend, are, like, driving in a cab. Yeah, with a creep, uh, creepy guy is driving. Oh, I, I, real, I just realized this now because they walk out of the department store and he's like, we'll never get a cab in this time, and the cab pulls right up. Okay, I so, missed that. Okay. Yeah, and, it, and the reasoning why is because it's, it's Gino. It's the creepy guy. It's Gino Riley. Or That's going to be, like, my, my internet name. Gino Riley. Gino Riley, partier. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yes, Gene O'Reilly is driving the cab, and he drops them off right at in front of her restaurant. Mm-hmm. And I guess they don't even look around to where they're at. They're both on their phones, I guess. But they get out of the cab, and then Sean Patrick Flannery's like, this isn't Wait uptown. Wait a minute. This isn't where we need to go. Yeah, so he's like, well, what do you want to do? And then he sees Sarah Michelle Geller, and they're flirting pretty damn hard right mm-hmm. here. And he's got, like, a girlfriend. She's if, right there. If I was the girlfriend, I'd be like... Pretty damn pissed. Uh, Yeah, I'd be real yeah. pissed. You know how pissed I get. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I wouldn't do some shit like this, because they're standing in front of each other, and he's like, I came for your crab Napoleon. Remember, you said I could have it? No, I'm here for it. And yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, loved seeing you the other day, or whatever. And I'm just like... It was, it was a little gushy. I'm like, Jesus Christ. She goes back in, they come down, they sit for lunch, and... It's, I, I, my big thing about this restaurant is it only looks like it can fit like maybe 30 people. Mm-hmm. Even when it's super busy later in the, in the movie or the episode later in the movie, it seems like there's only like 30 people, yes. 20 people most. Yeah. It's, it's small. It's like, can you even make 5,000 in a month at this place? Probably not. The prices are probably like $30 a piece or something. Uh, but yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller runs back into the kitchen and she's just like, fuck, he's mm-hmm. here for crab Napoleon. I don't know I, how to make it. I don't even have a recipe for it. Yeah, and he's like, well, go upstairs. Nolan's like, go upstairs. Try to find one of your mom's recipes. And so she goes up. She comes back down, and she's got these earrings. And she's like, I didn't find a recipe, but I found my mom's earrings. Yeah, I got some jewelry instead. And Nolan's really shittily like, great, we can sell that and pay the rent. <laughs> like, this is my mom's, asshole. Even if the restaurant's going out, I'm not selling this shit. Oh, man. So she's like, well, I didn't find a recipe. And he's like, well, you're just going to have to wing it. And she, or she's like, I'll wing it. Mm-hmm. So she does, and she makes a beautiful crab Napoleon. Yes. And I don't even know what it is. I don't know. It's just probably some special way of making it, I guess. It looked really good. It did. I don't know if it was really what it looks like for the movie, but I, I don't know. And, I don't know. And whenever people have to eat in movies, I always feel bad because I wonder if they have to do several takes. It just makes mm. them sick. Mm-hmm. I forget what movie I was reading about. These actors were fighting on set, and then one actor kept blowing his lines because another actor was eating, and he just kept having to eat for the scene, and then the other yeah. actor would mess up, and the other actor ended up getting sick because he just had to, for the scene, they're like, all right, redo it. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, eat. The other guy would start to say his lines and mess it up. He's like, oh, eat. He did that like 30 Can times. I fake eat? <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you just get it in the right fucking take. Yeah. yeah. First take. Hope so. So and Amanda Pete says she wants like chicken, and because so, she's like, do you want the crab Napoleon as well? And she's like, no, I just want some chicken or whatever. And Yeah, chicken. Jesus. This beater that she has for the chicken, it's like heavy duty. I wanted that for our kitchen. The what? It's like a beater. She has like this thing oh, that she yeah. bashes the shit out the of the chicken ten- with. The tenderizer. Tenderizer, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe that's why sometimes our chicken, 
I think it's coming out pretty tender these days. Yeah, I use a rolling pin. Yeah. And I beat the shit out of it. Well, when I saw that, I was like, oh, is that what professional chefs use? I'm start. I'm, I don't know. My dad is like, watches all the cooking shows, and I think a little bit of that is in me, too. I'm like, is that what they use? Would chicken come out this amazing if we had it? Yeah, usually, because we get the chicken breasts, and they're really, they're usually pretty thick. So I cut it in half, put it in a, a big uh, gallon size baggie, and then I bang the shit out of it with a rolling <laughs> pin. Flatten it out so it's all kind of even, mm-hmm. and then you cook it, and it's really good. It's pretty tender, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was good. That, that was good when we started to so do just, that. So just a little cooking tip. Cooking there. tip. This is what this episode will be: cooking I, tips. I am not. I don't feel like I'm a really good cook. Oh, but you are. I can cook ish. You are. I mean, I'm sad to say it, but when we met, I really wasn't a cook. I haven't didn't cook very much, but I love it when you cook, though. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> Uh, but I'm just to follow the recipe guy, and sometimes it turns out, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, you're good. Um, but I can't cook it from scratch. Like, you you know how to do things that I, I do not. Hmm. Just, like you said, your your mom and everything taught you how to cook. Yeah, so. practice. So, you know, you're, you're very well versed on it here. But she serves her food, and um, Sean Patrick Flannery, like, starts eating it, and he comes. Yeah. <laughs> There's no easy way to say it. He literally has an orgasm. He's like, oh! And he just keeps talking about how it's the most amazing food he's ever had. Mm-hmm. Um, Delectable. All of the stuff that uh, Michelle, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was saying earlier that she wished her food could be delectable and all this other snazzy words. Yes. I'm glad because she said, I want every ingredient to come together so that every bite is ecstasy. Yes, that's right. And the and aunt, that's what it was. Yeah, it was. The aunt, there's a funny moment where the aunt, they have like a martini making machine in here where <laughs> yes. like a ball rolls down and puts the olive in and fills Fancy. it up. And, yeah. And she offers Sean Patrick Flannery, Amanda Pete a martini and they're like, no thanks. And so she just takes it she's and like, gulps okay. it down. Okay. And she's like, one, one gulp and she gets it down. No. I mean, she's sipping on it. Yeah. Well, what's really funny too is that before, while she's cooking the food for Sean Patrick Flannery and Amanda Pete. She walks in, and this is where I thought that they knew each other, because she's like, oh, I can't believe that mistake he's with. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, so she must know Sean Patrick Flannery, where they're like, you know, she likes him for a while. No, she's they just, just met. already into him. Yeah, she's already into him, but I was like, Jesus Christ, like, maybe she's a nice person. <laughs> and automatically hates the girl I guess, he's but... with. Which she is kind of, I mean, she plays, I'm sure in real life she's a nice person, but yeah. she, her, the, the actress is... Not a very good girlfriend. Right. They have to make her that way. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Michelle Gellar says something of like, well, he can be happy with me. I'm like, you haven't even sat down and like had a real conversation with nope. him. You've just haven't. met him. A crab pinched him. You talked about what he wanted to eat. So I was like, okay, so Sarah Michelle Gellar is crazy. <laughs> but the, the neat thing is the girlfriend, um, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting who Amanda she Pete. Is. Amanda I don't Pete. know what her name is. Amanda is what her real name is. Um. She eats her chicken, and it's like a truth serum. I I don't know if it was a truth serum or if she's getting the anger that Sarah Michelle has for her because she starts oh, getting pretty pissed off. Okay, so I, I took it differently, like a truth serum, but that makes sense. Because... It does, maybe either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, your way makes sense. Well, um, she starts telling them things. She's like, I can't believe I'm with you or mm-hmm. some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a controlling asshole. Yeah, he's like, you're a controlling asshole. And he's like, I don't know why you would say that And to that me. she's so perfect. Her hair is perfect. Her skin is perfect, which is what they were talking about while she was cooking. So that, make, that makes total sense. Yeah, makes sense. And 
Um, the words that he he uses to describe that crab is he's like, this crab is succulent. It's delectable. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so fucking weird. Like, it's food. Okay. It's, I mean, I've had some really good food. Yeah, but I don't know if I've ever said that about I it. I don't know. I yeah, usually I am quiet that. because I'm just orgasming in my body. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, this is so good. This is succulent. I love this so much. <laughs> usually if we sit down and have a really good meal and be like, this is fucking good. Yeah. I'd <laughs> yeah. be like, oh. I'm not like, oh. Oh, yeah, baby. Right, right, <laughs> right there. Oh, right there. Oh, right there. Pull my hair. <laughs> seven. 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 <laughs> yeah. Friends reference. Friends, yes. Yeah. So um, Amanda Pete, yeah, she starts talking, calling him an asshole, controlling how she's too good enough to be with him, and she says her hair is, like, perfect, and mm-hmm. he's like, nobody is that perfect. And no. So she gets up, and she's like, look at this shitty restaurant. She pulls the plates, and she's like, none of these plates even match. Yeah. And she starts throwing them. Rude. Yeah, and I was like, oh, she broke a plate. That sucks. But she breaks all of them. She does. She goes through all their plates and breaks them. <laughs> she just... And everybody's just kind of like, okay, this lady's psycho. I'd be like, I'm calling the fucking cops. Yeah, I know, and she picks up some food and, like, spreads it on Sean Patrick Flannery, Flannery's yeah. face. She, like, scrubs it on his Mashed face. potatoes. And, yeah, and she leaves. Gives him a little facial. It's all good. Then Sarah Michelle Gellar's like, I am so sorry about that. Like, it's her fault that his mm-hmm. day just went fucking crazy. <laughs> and he's like, oh, don't worry. I think it was... It's the curse of the fourth date. Yeah, fourth date. And then um, he's like, well, I tell you what. I will buy you more plates. Right. He's like, I work at the department store downtown or whatever. Um, just send me make the, it right. Yeah, buy some plates and send me the bill. Mm-hmm. And he said something like, he was like, is that dill? She's like, excuse me? He's like, oh, send me the bill. He's like, but I guess that rhymes with dill. Oh. It was just a weird kind of word. I didn't get that part. Yeah. It was just weird where he's like, he's still eating, I think, or something. And he's like, mm, that's dill. No, I, I meant send me the bill. Oh. I, and she's yeah. like, I will. And they're like, <laughs> oh. Oh, that's so funny. And this is where I realized that she has no idea who he is because she's like, oh, I'm the cook here. And he's like, oh, my God, that food was amazing. So Sean Patrick Flannery comes back to the office. And this is when Patricia Clarkston it says that, like, the main, the guy that owns the department store is in. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I, she's like, oh, I love his hands. Yeah. She's like, I love his hands. I wish they were all over me. I want it all over my body. <laughs> yes. I'm like, Wow. Yeah, so um, the guy who owns the rest or owns the department store—I don't know what his real name or his name in the movie is—but it's Dylan Baker is the actor. It is. Didn't write that one down. Okay, well that's fine. Well, his name's Dylan Baker in real life. I at least know that. Of course, he was in the Spider-Man first Spider-Man movies, first three as the Lizard, but he never got to play the Lizard. One of his more standout movies, unfortunately, is a movie called Happiness. I think it is, but mm. he plays a. Uh, Plays a child molester. Oh. Yeah. That's not the right name for that movie, then. No, it's a fucked up movie. The guy that makes that movie, I forget his name, but he makes some fucking weird-ass movies. But Boy. I will tell you when we're done with here, one of his lines he says in that movie, I don't want it on this episode. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you, I'll say it off the air and you'll just hear you screaming. Yeah, probably. But no, if anybody's seen that movie, it's hard to watch Dylan Baker and be like, oh, wow, what a nice guy. Um, mm. yeah, he plays the department store owner. He's kind of a hard ass to Sean Patrick Flannery. Mm-hmm. He wants, wants everything to be perfect. I don't know anybody like that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you're talking about me. <laughs> ah. 
I'm um, the same way, though. Yes. Sean Patrick Flannery is like, have I ever let you down? We're going to get this restaurant. Have I ever let you down? And he's like, no, but you're young. You're very, very young. Okay, <laughs> says, we get yet. it. We get it. He's young. Patricia Clarkson, like, talks him into it or something because he says he wants something or he wants something a little more expensive for the restaurant. And Dylan Baker's like, well, that's more expensive. And Patricia Clarkson, like, talks him into it. Yeah, he's like, you're going to have restaurant chains all over the place or something like that. Yeah, and he's I like, and know. they won't know who Sean Patrick Flannery is. Mm-hmm. They will know your name. It's you. your department store. And he was like, you know, Lois, I like you because you're like a man. And she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. He's like, you think with your nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. That's just what I want a guy that I have a crush on to tell me, that I've got balls. Yeah, like you've got nuts. So, like, like D's. <laughs> D's what? D's nuts. You think with D's. <laughs> I like you, Shelly. You think with D's. D's what? D's nuts. <laughs> So, it cuts back to Sarah Michelle. She is cooking. She's making, like, little pastries. Mm-hmm. Um, they this, look really good. They do, yeah. The crab is, like, just kind of hanging out in here. Yeah. It cuts yeah. to it every now and again, and it kind of, like, moves. The eyes move around all weird-like. It's and... like, <laughs> moving around. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm surprised she hasn't killed it. Um, yeah, so, and you're kind of like, okay, well, is the crab, is the crab the one that's making her mad? Because mm-hmm. she just can cook all of a sudden. Great. She turns, she makes these pastries, and I think somebody has one, and they're like, this is fucking amazing. Her sous chef, Noah Nolan, is like, holy shit. Yeah, she's tried her whole life to cook. And, she and just she's can. been cooking poorly, and then now, boom. Yeah, spoiler alert for the end of this movie, we don't know why. No. So Nolan goes up, she, um, Sarah Michelle lives in like an apartment above the, restaurant and nolan goes up there and he's like these are amazing and she's like getting dressed to go to the store where sean patrick flannery works and she's like oh how does this dress how is this dress and he was like oh uh did you know that uh, men think about sex every i don't know five thousand times a day or something he says they think about it he says dateline thinks about it 24 uh, 248 times a day because she asks him, she's like, well, I'm going over there to talk to him. What are men interested in? And he's like, sex. Sex. And she's like, well, I, can, I can't talk about sex. No way, no how. Yeah. <laughs> I'm too, I'm too, I'm too um, pure. I, I can't guess, do that. I guess so. And, and he was like, Dateline says men to talk, think about sex 248 times a day. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh, why did you tell me? And he's like, they said that whenever a man touches his belt, that's when he's thinking about sex. And she's like, oh, God, why did you tell me that's all I'm ever going to be able to notice? Can't get that out of my head now. So she picks out a nice dress, and he's like, that one looks good. So she picks it, and she walks into the department store. Um, uh, A lady, you don't even really see her face, I think, but a lady walks by this cop standing at the door. This cop touches his belt. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, fuck. And she goes in the department store. Another guy touches his belt looking at a lady, and she's like, oh, shit. Well, it was her. It was Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, he was looking at her? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, he and touches his belt. She's like, I'd oh, be God. like, oh, my God, everybody's thinking about having sex with me. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's fucking stupid. Weird. Well, um, one thing I just realized in my notes I wanted to talk about is that Sarah Michelle has these two weird dolls in her room. Because Nolan is actually playing with them while she's getting dressed, and he's, oh. like, making them have sex and kiss and stuff. He's, like, jamming them together like a little yeah. kid would. Again, trauma yeah blocked it out very weird and i hate dolls she's talking about she's gonna go over to the store and he goes wait rewind (laughs) just thought it was stupid (laughs) but yeah she goes into the store um 
there's a guy organizing a shelf with a bunch of boxes on it, and she knocks it over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she gets all clumsy. But I think at first it shows Sean Patrick Flannery like helping that guy organize it. Because mm-hmm. this guy's like, hey, Sean Patrick Flannery, what do you think? And he's like, well, these flowers should be on this the bottom. This needs and... to go here and this and over like, here. And he's like, oh, beautiful. It's perfect. He's like, no, no, don't touch it. Just look. Just admire it. And then he walks away, and then when Sarah Michelle Gellar walks in, she walks in and knocks that stand over. Yeah, that's totally something I would do. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a klutz. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm trying to pick pick it up. Oh gosh, I'm trying to pick these up. And Sean Patrick Flannery sees her, and he's all like, oh my gosh. <laughs> that's thousands of dollars worth of whatever the fuck's in those boxes. I'm going to kill her. Well, and he, I think he even says, I think we're even now. Yes. Yeah, he's like, oh, we're even for the plates now that you've ruined $5,000 worth of whatever the fuck is in this shit. But she's still like, yeah, I'm still here for some plates. I'm still going to get these plates, yeah. So. And so he tells her, he's like, leave it. The guy I was talking to, he's going to pick it all up. It's fine. Mm -hmm. And so she starts to walk over towards the elevator because she's like, where is it? And he's like, it's on the fourth floor. Take the elevator. And she's like, are all the elevators go to four or whatever? Mm -hmm. He's like, yes, take the fourth floor it's in the back towards the right. And she just goes, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You're like <laughs> what? a foot away. You're I, a foot away. and I have problems hearing. Yeah. And he's like, well, I will go with you then. So oh. they go up and he picks out the plates. Or she picks out the plates. Yeah, she does. Some god awful plates. Really? I didn't really look at them. I was wondering if it's a fancy department store like that, those are not cheap. They have like pears and fruit on them. I, nothing I would want. I don't know. Taste preference, you know. Yeah. So, uh, one thing is, as they're looking around at first, Sarah Michelle Gellar asks him what Amanda Pete did to provoke him, or what he did to provoke her. Mm. And I was like, well, well, way to blame him. I mean, right? Yeah, it's all his fault. She's like, what did you do to provoke her? And um, he's like, oh, I don't know. I think it was for the best. And this is where somehow she mentions. He's like, I don't know what to think about that. And she's like, well, I know what men think about. And he's like, what are you talking about? It's like, what? Oh, she asked what? him if he wears a belt. What do we... Yeah, and he's like, no. No, and she's like, well, how about that? Well, how how do I know if you're thinking about sex? And he's like, what are you talking about, no belt? She's like, nope, I'm not going to say it. And he's like, well, you can't do that. Just tell me what you mean. And she's like, no, I can't. She's like, a friend of mine just told me that men think about sex 248 times a day. Mm-hmm. And they touch their belt whenever they're thinking about sex. And he's like... 248 times a day, he's like, well... And this is where he says he's awake 17 hours a day. Oh. 17 hours? I didn't catch that either. Jesus Christ. He started talking math in his head, and I'm like, I don't do math in my head. I love math. Don't do it in my head. That means he only sleeps six hours a night, which I guess some people do. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I've done it before. When I when I realized like the time frame there, but I was like seventeen hours. Well, with as young as he is, he really should get more sleep. <laughs> well, I don't know. There was times when I was only working on like three or four hours of sleep. But okay, it makes more sense now. But when you just say it out loud like that, I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, what? Um, but he's like seventeen hours divided by how many hours in a day? How many times a day? He's like, yeah, you know what? That, t- that that's about yeah. right. He's like, like every would, four minutes. Every a man would have to think about sex every four minutes. That's right. Yeah. Okay. She's like, well, I've been here for twenty minutes. And he's like, yes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it, that's not possible because a good sexual thought needs to last 20 minutes. Like 20 what? minutes. Yeah, like a whole thought. Like you have to like hang in there and think about have it. Have you ever sat down and just thought about something? For 20 minutes? For 20 minutes? I don't know. Eesh. And then I think he just pulls it out of his pocket or something, but Sean Patrick Flannery has a airplane, has a paper airplane mm-hmm. in his pocket or something and... He shows it to her, and he talk, tells her about how he's wanting to break the world record or some shit like that. And 
he throws it and this paper airplane it turns into a cgi paper airplane real quickly mm-hmm. computer it's like going each way and then it hits this lady in the head yes yeah it's pretty fucking crazy i thought it was kind of lame if it's i was stupid if i was sarah michelle Gellar, i'd be like yeah i gotta go oh you're a nerd <laughs> no. you like to play with paper airplanes and you're like 25 oh i'm sure there are people out there of course well what i collect is not exactly adult so mm-hmm. I just threw myself under the bus. <laughs> yeah, don't talk shit okay. until you look at yourself in the mirror. That's true. I just did, and I'm slapping myself. That's when I'm like, fucking nerd. Well, wait, I like anime. <laughs> I read comic books. I like video games. <laughs> yeah. I'm a nerd. But yes, he, she hits a person in the head, and they're like, oh, let's get out of here. So they get into a uh, elevator, and she gives him the pastry. Mm-hmm. She's like, you didn't have dessert before you left. Dessert is the whole point of the meal. The best part. Which I do agree. I agree with that. I don't know. See, I don't. I usually don't have dessert with meals. Well, no, because I'm so full afterwards. But I almost wish I had dessert first. If we eat. Yeah, well, that guy later in the movie does that. (laughs) Which sometimes I do have dessert for my meal. (laughs) You like ice cream. I do. (laughs) Depending on how hungry you are. If you just are not that hungry, ice cream it is. So I have this thing. I try to only eat when I'm hungry, but I'm never hungry when it's like time to get ice cream so i'm like well i guess i'll have it for lunch or dinner yeah (laughs) it's and that's just fine and that sounds awful but it's working for me whatever works best so um sean patrick flannery again orgasms eating this pastry and he says a line there's a lot of that going on yeah yeah it'll go it'll happen a lot so he runs through like the store he sees shoes or something and he's like he says something like Oh, shoes, shoes. I love that we sell shoes. We the, sell them in two. The shoe guy comes onto the elevator. Yes, that's like, right. You're the shoe guy. You sell shoes. And then he's like, shoes. I love that we sell shoes. We sell them in twos like Noah's Ark. You're amazing. Whatever. And he's like, wait, Sarah Michelle Geller, I want to show you this. You're going to absolutely love this. So he takes her into the, the kitchen of the head. Into the restaurant. Of the restaurant, yeah. And the chef that they've hired is some fancy French chef. I don't know his name, but they keep talking about how difficult he is to work with and how prima, he's a prima donna. And he's like giving some speech about truffles. He was, he's all like, well, truffles are the most important part. And he's giving them each a little bit of truffle in their hands to cook with. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Sean Patrick Flannery is like, that chef, he is out of his noodle. Yeah. <laughs> Out of his noodle. Uh, That's an old term. Different times, I guess. 1999. Maybe that was a new saying then. But um, he gives Sarah Michelle Gellar a piece of the pastry. Mm-hmm. And this maybe before he showed her the kitchen, but she has some, and they're both like giggling and yeah. laughing. And they were in the elevator, and he pretty much just shoved it down her throat. Yes, yes. And and this is where I was like, wouldn't it be funny if Sarah Michelle Gellar was putting in like MDMA or Molly in there, or <laughs> or ecstasy, as they say? <laughs> Because that's the way they're acting. It's yeah, like it is. Sean Patrick Flannery is like a second away from breaking out some glow sticks. Yeah, it's some... like... <laughs> yeah. It's like, I love this song. It's like Roger and American Dad. Glow stick dance. <laughs> but they're both acting like they're high as shit. And that's when he shows her the kitchen. And they go in. He's like, let's show you where the restaurant's going to be. And yeah. this restaurant doesn't look that big. Especially when they're eating Mm-mm. it later. It doesn't look as big. It's, like, it's got two levels, though. I guess. But it's taking them this long to develop this. You know, uh, perfection takes time. Yeah, it takes time, I guess. And Sarah Michelle Gellar turns around and she, like, beckons him with her finger. Does the sexy finger. Yeah. Where she's like, come Which, here. Uh, she did okay. 
I didn't think it... I don't know. I guess. And then so they start... They stand together, and then in their imagination, they both start dancing. Yes. And there's a dance. Honest to goodness dance montage. They, yeah, and there's a, a band and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it cuts back to them, and they're just standing there. And then Dylan Baker comes in, and he was like, what the fuck's going on? And they just stand in there, and he's like, hey! Hey! And then Sean Patrick Flannery snaps out of it, and he's like, what, are you hiring a waitress? He's like, can you do it later? We've got the Germans here, the German investors or whatever. Rude. Yeah. And so she's like, well, I got to go and I'll see you later. And he says he'll come by or he says he'll call her at this time, mm-hmm. I think. Which we all know what that means. Mm. Not going to happen. Yeah. Sarah He's Michelle Gellar. just not that into her. <laughs> That's a different movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, when, when she leaves, she was like, it was fun, wasn't it? And then Sean Patrick Flannery very scarily is like, wasn't it? Wasn't <laughs> just it? fucking weird. weird. Tell me now. Weird reading. Yeah. Um, so then it cuts back to the restaurant and it looks like there's a few more people than normal in there and... She's talking to Nolan, and she's like, well, was he going to call me? He said he would call me. Does that mm-hmm. mean today or tomorrow? And I told you last night that that reminded me of when I dated. I was just like, well, we had a good time, and, you know, the lady pulled the I'll call you on me, and is she going to call me today? Is she going to call me tomorrow? Yeah. You know, just, I always hated that. That waiting part sucks. Yeah, because then I'm just like, well, I can't reach out to them because I don't want to feel like all needy and shit. Yeah. Or text him saying, hey, how you doing? And yeah. that, that you lost the war because you answered first or whatever. What was great about us is I think the first time we started texting, we text each other every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't like an annoying thing for me and, no. and or you, but it's just if, if, <laughs> if there was like a long period without a text, I'm like, well, what, what's he doing? Where's he at? Well, yeah. Why isn't he texting? We both were pretty quick responders. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've had that before where I was like on a date or trying to get in contact with a la- uh, lady or whatever and they like they don't look at their phone for hours. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, that can get frustrating where you're like, oh, hey, how you doing? They text you like 10 p.m. that night. Like, oh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah. There were times when I was just like, hey, I'm going to be in a meeting. So. Yeah. Which I think that's a sign. I don't know if that's always the sign, but if a woman does that, if they don't look at your message until like 10 o'clock at night or maybe they're just, that's the sign. Mm-hmm. They're not really like putting a priority or no. it's not going to work out, you know? No. I should have read the sign. I wish I was more wise as I am now because I would have known. I'd be like, they didn't look at my text message. I haven't heard from them in a few hours. And that's then okay. then they're like, oh, hey, what's up? I'm like, oh, she messaged me back. It was like I, a little dog. I think you ended up okay. I, I didn't. I did. I ended up pretty darn well. <laughs> I married a great woman. So her sous chef, Nolan, is like, you know what? How about you just cut cut the bullshit and just call him? And she's like, no, I'm not going to call him. Yeah. So he asks, he calls 411 to get the department store, which I don't know if that exists anymore. It probably did at that time. Not now, I don't think. Yeah. I don't know if they do it now anymore, but used to be there was a service you could just call and be like, I'm trying to reach this store or I'm trying mm-hmm. to reach this person and they'd connect you and... Uh, shows Sean Patrick Flannery. He's sitting in his office talking to Lois, and he's just like, "Oh, I don't know about this." It, mm-hmm. He was like, "What was weird is that when we had the dessert, I felt strange." He's like, "I felt weird." Mm-hmm. He's I like, felt high. Yeah, he's like, "Is the food doing something to me, making me make these decisions?" And Patricia Clarkson is just like, "No, I think you're having a good time. You know, yeah. you're really enjoying your time with her." I think you may really like her. And he's all scared because he's uptight and. Um, that's when the phone, he was like, uh, she goes, what's her name? And he's like, Amanda. And the phone comes in and she's like, you have a phone call from Amanda what? on the same time. And 
Patricia Clarkson's like, well, that's creepy. It's the devil. <laughs> well, he starts to think that later. <laughs> I know. He picks the phone up and she's like, hey, I was just trying to see what's up. If you wanted to get together again, I'm. if you wanted to have dinner tonight at my restaurant. And he's mm-hmm. like, uh, he's like, let me look at my schedule. Schedule's free, nothing. Yeah. And he's like, I have a business meeting tonight. It's probably going to go pretty late. Mm-hmm. And Patricia Clarkson's like, you lie, yeah, piece of shit. You fucking liar. <laughs> And she's like, well, if you want to come over after, I'm a, I will be here. <laughs> um, really giving him the signals, like yeah, like here. There's a key under the doormat to my bedroom. I am open wide. <laughs> <laughs> Just come on in. I'm open for business. <laughs> God damn. Okay. So yeah, she's giving him all the signals, and he's like, well, this meeting's gonna go pretty late. I don't think it's gonna work. So. Cuts to her, and she's, like, closing up. She's waiting, and she comes outside, and it shows him leaving. He's like, decides to go to the restaurant. He's in his office, and then he decides mm-hmm. to go. As he walks out, he picks up, like, a potted plant just yes. off one of the stands just at the... Off of the shelf or He's whatever. just like, oh, I'll take this, whatever. In the store. Um, they smell like vanilla. I forget what kind of plant they said it was. Yeah, me neither. But he goes to the restaurant, and... Sarah Michelle Gellar was like, oh, well, you know, a couple, he's like, a couple of people just waited. They wouldn't leave. They wouldn't leave until yeah. well after midnight, so. And I was thinking, what time is it? Right, right. She's like, oh, they wouldn't leave until well after midnight. I'm like, the fucking time like, is it? Like, like, one or two in the morning? God damn, I don't know. What time does she got to wake up tomorrow? <sighs> um, And he's like, well, can I walk you home? And she's like, sure. And they just stand there, and she's like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> And he's like, oh, you live here? And she's like, yeah, I live above the restaurant. And she's like, well, I guess we can do this again sometime. And he's all like, well, I am pretty hungry. He's like, I didn't have dessert. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, come on. So she lets him in. And I'm just like, Jesus. She's like, I just, I don't know why I was worrying about her getting to sleep on time. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She's got to make dinner for this fucking asshole. Right. So, yes, she comes in and she's making dessert for him. And they're talking and bullshit. And I don't even know if it was anything important. Yeah, I don't. I didn't write anything down. But she's making something, and she does make a... This is earlier, I think, when she's talking to Nolan before he comes over. She says she made over 100 dinners. So... No, oh, yeah. I guess they're pretty popular. But, yeah, they. she knows how to cook now, so everybody loves it. Yeah, and this is also before he comes over to the restaurant, is where they have that guy where he finishes eating his meal. He goes up to the table, and he's like, that dinner was amazing. I want to do it all over again. The guy's like, you want to eat again? He's like, yes. It's like, but this time I would like to start with the dessert and then the meal. Yeah. And then Nolan's like, well, if you keep this up, we're going to have to back you out of here in a truck. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't shit talk your customer. Get a wheelbarrow and just haul you out. Yeah. Her, and, her, her. and then before he leaves, Nolan, he also is like, there's a lot. <laughs> her, her, her. <laughs> but before he leaves, Nolan's also like, there's a lot of magic in the air, Amanda. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Oh my God. Sorry for the detour, but yes, Sean Patrick Flannery, they're sitting in the restaurant after hours and she's making him a dessert. For that, she puts um, a flower petal Yes. in the food. Yeah, she's like peeling something or, or maybe she's just making it, but but yeah, she puts flower petals in it and she's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, flowers. and it's, It looks like an apple kind of dessert or whatever because she cuts into it and like this fog comes out of it. So we should say on this part, this is where he, he comes clean to her. He says that he actually lied. He didn't have a business meeting. He doesn't mm-hmm. know why he's telling her that. And she comes clean and she's like, my last table actually didn't leave at midnight. They left at 11. She finishes the dessert, cuts into it, and this is where the kitchen fills with smoke. Mm-hmm. He eats the dessert. Again, just gets super horny. They start making out and then they like fall into the smoke. 
and then it cuts. Yeah. So I'm like, they got it on. And there's fog all over the restaurant. I'm like, yeah, did they get it on now? I, I don't know. Maybe. And yeah, I don't know. So Sean Patrick Flannery is in his office in the next morning, and we get, unfortunately, a, a shot of New York, and you see the World Trade Center there in, in one of the yeah. shots. So I was like, ugh, I feel so bad for that. Yeah. But Sean Patrick Flannery gets, he's coming into the office, and that's where a guy's like, the head chef is going to quit because the airline lost his knives. Mm. And he's like, well, who gives a shit? Give him more knives. And he's like, no, he wants his knives. He wants those knives. And he's like, or he'll quit. And he's like, nobody's going to quit over a pair of knives. Just get him knives. This is where we get a montage of Sarah Michelle Gellar. She's just cooking and doing stuff. And I noticed that the song was a cover of that song, Every Little Thing She Does Is Magic. No. It was like a pop or a slow. It's like, every little thing she does is magic. Um, every little thing turns me on. And then Sean Patrick Flannery, he's like talking to the investors and he's talking about like food and he's, I noticed he's getting horny again. Yeah. He was like, oh, this restaurant's going to have. He's just start sniffing. Dessert. (laughs) Dessert. (laughs) He starts sniffing the air like a dog. Well, and and this is the same part because he's like, he starts sniffing the air like a dog and he's like, um, is anybody cooking in here? And he's like, Mm -hmm. rubbing, he's like, do you have food? Do you have food? And he runs into the couple that we saw in the beginning, the, yeah, the one regulars. Of the regulars. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you have food? And it's the it's like a dessert from the Southern Cross. Right. He's like, I have to confiscate this uh, store policy. You can't have food in here. And <laughs> I'm going to take this. And they were like, wow, he's very, they're very strict here. <laughs> so, yes, he takes the food. He goes into his office. He goes into the bathroom, I imagine, just to take his pants off, get Probably. ready for this shit. <laughs> He's got to rub one out real quick. <laughs> he's going to rub one out while he's going to touch himself while eating this cake. But <laughs> Patricia Clarkson comes in and eats it. And he's like, God damn it, no. And she orgasms. Yeah. She's she, like, oh. She's like, oh. this is the best. She's like, gets, she sits down on the couch and she's just like touching her chest, rubbing her arm. She's yeah. like, oh. Yeah. Even touching the chair and putting her cheek on it. She it just, it's, it must be ecstasy. I guess, and I was like, man, poor Patricia Clarkson has to act like she's orgasming on this chair. Yeah. What's really funny is that the German investors then come in here again, and he's like, Sean Patrick Flannery, where are you? He's like, we were having a meeting, and he's like, I'm so sorry. He calls him Air Mueller, like he's from an old Germany. He's like, I'm sorry, Air Mueller. <laughs> so they go out, and then Patricia Clarkson, she picks up the phone, and she talks to the assistant. She's like, I need you to go to the Southern Cross and get get me as many of these little eclairs as you can. These caramel eclair yeah. things. Get as many of them as you can. Want them all. <laughs> um, then it shows her giving one to Dylan Baker. Mm-hmm. She, it shows him in the elevator and she's like trying to put it in his mouth and he's like, I don't, I don't, he's like, I don't. Cut. No, what the fuck are you no, doing? No, And then the elevator, I think, closes and then when it opens, his clothes are all rumpled and his yeah, hair is messed up. Yeah, out. And he walks by Sean Patrick Flannery and he's like, hello, and walks away. <laughs> so this is, Sean Patrick Flannery, I think, is he's like, you know what, I, I don't know what is going on here, but I don't think this is going to work out with me and Sarah Michelle. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the restaurant with the intention of breaking up with her. Right. And he walks in and they're like super fucking busy. And so she's, like, handing him plates of food and stuff to hand out, and he helps out for a little bit. Yeah, which I thought was nice. Yeah. Um, this is when I had the idea. I'm like, okay, I think Sarah Michelle Geller is going to help out at SPF's mm-hmm. restaurant. I don't know how because she has her restaurant, and it's, like, a big-ass success right now. But I think she's going to work there. I don't know how. Yeah, as soon as that chef is all like, I can't cook without my knives, I'm like, oh, okay. Sarah Michelle Geller is going to come in. Yeah. She's going to come in and she's going to save the day. So this is, and I, I conflated the two, but this is when it's after hours. They're sitting and she is peeling a pear. 
Yes. And then the peel, or peach, yes, thank you. And the peach peel, like, floats before it falls to the counter. Yes. And he is like, what the fuck was that? He's like, what the, what happened? She's like, like, I don't know. God, did you see that? Yeah, and she's like, I don't know, weird things have been happening. She just kind of writes it off. Mm -hmm. Um, And he, like, kind of stands over there, and he's like, no, it's got to, it has to have been the air conditioner, and there's, like, no air there or whatever. And, and then this, where they kiss, right? Yeah, that's where smoke starts filling. They kiss, and then they start floating. They, I think they eat the food or whatever that she's making, the pear yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I guess and, they get some on their fingers, and they start sucking each other's fingers. They suck each other off. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. it, it happened. I gotta say it. Yeah, and then, so that's, yeah, they they kiss or whatever because they're high on drugs. Yeah. On these food, and this is when they start floating. Uh-huh. And then she's like, oh my god, we're floating. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, he's flipping the fuck out. She's As like, I would be too, probably. This is cool. And she just floats back down all normal. Uh-huh. I don't know how she knows how to do it, but she just does, and he's pinned into a corner. And he's like, no. He's like, get me down right now. He's like, this is witchcraft. She's, oh, God. He says, you're a witch. And then she says, bibbidi bobbidi boop. <laughs> and then he falls to the ground, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that. is she controlling it? I thought that was so funny. That was pretty funny, yeah. Um, so then he gets up and he's like, you've been controlling me this whole time. He's like, every time I eat your food, I feel weird and different and you're controlling me through your food. And this is where she comes up with that little psalm because he's like, I don't want anything to do with you. I don't want you controlling me with your witchcraft. And mm-hmm. she's like, a man's character is his destiny. Yeah. And he's like, is that a spell? Did you just put a fucking spell on me? <laughs> put a fucking spell on me? <laughs> Why'd you do that? And she was even like, yeah, I did. She's like... Yes, that's exactly what that means. That's mm-hmm. a spell. No, she says, in your case, yes, that is a spell, meaning like his character is a curse. piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. So Sarah Michelle Geller in the morning is talking to Nolan, her chef, and she tells him that they floated. I don't know if he believes her, but he seems to believe her pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, we were kissing and then we floated. And I think he says something like floated metaphorically, right? Or Something. Something, but I'm know. like, man, he believed her pretty quick. She's like, I don't know how to win him back, or, you know, he's scared now, and and then Lawrence says, you scared him off, but you just need to show him that being in love is better than falling in love. Yes. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah, because the fun, like, usually in some relationships, the only fun part is being, like, the beginning. Yeah. And, you know, that's why you marry the person that you're happy with the whole time. You got all these feelings. Yeah, and it's... Tingly feelings, and then you're like, ooh, I like love. Yeah, and I've I've been in relationships where you know the whole like getting together at the first part is the only best part, mm-hmm. and it, or and then, like falls apart quickly after. And yeah, that's not good. No, but when you find that person, when you know it's like being with them mm-hmm. is all equally great. Exactly. You got to marry that person. Marry her. Well, to me, I know there's marry people. Him. I know there's people out there that marry are like, them. well, we don't want to marry, have marriage, <laughs> marry they. <laughs> Marry everyone. Yeah. I know there's some people. Whatever your thing is. I know there are some people that don't like marriage or whatever, but that just worked for us. Yeah, that's true. And and if you don't, I mean, it's still a commitment, you know, that you have to have with somebody. Yeah. No, absolutely. So she's like, he left his wallet here. I'm going to go give it back to him and then I'll talk to him, try to get him back. Mm -hmm. So Sarah Michelle Gellar shows up and he's talking... Sean Patrick Flannery is talking to Patricia Clarkston, said that he broke it off, and blah, blah, blah. And then Sarah Michelle Geller is, like, in the doorway of his office, and he's like, how did you get in here? And she's like, <laughs> the door. <laughs> I walked through the door. I used the door. Yeah, yeah he's like, oh, you're, did you use witchcraft to get in here or something like that? And and then Patricia Clarkson's like, wait a minute, you're Amanda? You're the chef at Southern Cross? Holy shit, your food yeah. is fucking incredible. It's like, I love you. Yeah, she's like, I love you. Your food is amazing. 
Um, and this is when he finds out that the chef had quit, I think, or the chef did quit already. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Dylan Baker, that the boss, comes in and she's like, oh, this is Amanda from Southern Cross. And he was like, did you hire her for the big opening day on this Friday? Because that's yeah. the best fucking idea you've ever had. Which the chef, which now I have his name, is Chef oh. Valderon. He comes in mm-hmm. and throws a fucking knife. Yes, that's right. And it goes into the wall. And he's like, something about spitting on everything. He spits on everything, and then he starts to walk over to Sean Patrick Flannery, and Sean Patrick Flannery's like, look, I'll spit on myself. <clears throat> Is that fine? And yeah. then he walks out. Does that work? He's like, fuck you. Yeah, he starts stabbing some stuff in his office. But yes, that's, that's right. He rage quits in a particularly mm-hmm. big fashion. Mm-hmm. So, yes, but then Dylan Baker is like, oh my god, were you hiring Amanda for our big dinner opening this week, weekend? Because that's fucking cre- incredible. Yeah, that's the be best great. idea. And for some reason, Sharon Michelle Geller is just like, yeah, I can do it. I'll, I'll happily do it. I'm yeah. Like, you already have a job. What are you talking about? You're just going to close your restaurant down? What? She does. She's, yes, she does. She has a menu, or a, like she puts a sign out that says closed Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. which are the, she better be getting paid quite a bit because this is the biggest nights of like a restaurant's life. Friday and Saturday are huge. And Sean, Sean is being like a complete asshole. He's calling her like a witch. Yeah, calling her witch, and if the broom fits, write it. Yeah, she's like, you call me a witch? She's like, with the broom fits. Yeah. And I'm like, I would have some serious issues with him. But yes, for some reason, Sarah Michelle is like, yes, I'll do it. I can. And then she and Patricia Clarkson walk out, and Patricia's like, you're going to be amazing. Your food's the best. Mm-hmm. and. Sarah Michelle Gellar is like, oh, do you think I can do it? And Patricia Clarkson's like, I think you can, but you're going to need both hands. Because, like, Sarah Michelle Gellar is, like, holding her hand in, like, a death grip. She's nervous about the whole thing. Yes. This is what I wrote, like, I was like, dude, just dump this fucking guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he's being a fucking asshole to her. Yeah, he is. And then this one, I think it shows she's closing the restaurant Friday and Saturday. And I'm like, how much money is this place going to lose? Good mm-hmm. Lord. Cause it'd be getting some good money. Cause yeah, I said it was, they have been like super busy, like sold out every night or whatever. So, um, I think this is where she goes into the restaurant. She meets the workers. Does she go, is this where Sean Patrick is walking out and she comes in to see the kitchen? Yeah, she goes, yeah, she goes in and gets a feel for the kitchen. They run into each other. It's very awkward. Very awkward. He's just being an asshole again. He's Mm -hmm. like, you're not going to do anything weird to the food this week. Yeah, he's like, you're not going to do anything funny, are you? Yeah, because she's like, oh, how are you, you know, trying to, trying to make contact with him or just at least make conversation, I mean. Mm -hmm. And he's like, don't do anything funny to the food. And I'm like, dude, this guy is a fucking dick. Like, no funny business here, lady. Yeah, so she's like, oh, well. All right, fine. He's like, no. nah, okay, nothing, nothing funny. Calm down. So then, yes, I think then now it cuts to the magic night of the opening, mm-hmm. and she's meeting the staff. She sees all the other chefs, and she's like, uh, she she says first that she doesn't have her earrings. Yeah, her mom's earrings. And you're like, oh shit, is that what was giving her her magic? Yeah, I'm like, oh, she's gonna bomb. Yeah, and then she has the crab, and she's like, oh, no one touched the crab, and I'm like, is the crab the magic? Maybe. Who fucking knows, man? This movie's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, she's like, oh, I don't have my mom's earrings. And Nolan, the the sous chef, is like, no, this is going to be fine. You'll do great. You can do it. And so she goes over to the staff and she's like, excuse me. And like no one's like, hello, everybody. It's like, excuse me. And I'm like, what? I'm, I'm Sarah Michelle Geller. Have you seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Very nice to meet you. I was in uh, Cruel Intentions and all the guys are like, oh, yeah, Cruel Intentions. We've seen that movie earlier. And they're like, uh, 
I don't know who you are. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm the chef. I'll be, I'll be the chef tonight, the head chef. And this French guy, I guess he was like second in command for the other chef. He's the sous chef. He's the sous chef. Yeah, he comes in as an asshole. He's being a real asshole to her. And, mm-hmm. and uh, the crab pinches him. Yeah. Is where he's all like, oh, you know, how, how you know, are you sure you can even pull this off? Yeah, he's like, why don't you just leave and I'll take over? Yeah, he's basically like, basically is what he says. Yeah, he's like, are you sure you want me to be in command or you don't want me to do this? And mm-hmm. she's like, nope, I'm the chef. And he stands there and she's like, well, what are you waiting for? He's like, I'm doing my job waiting for the chef to give me orders. What are you waiting for? She was in that movie too. What are you waiting for? She was in I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yep. <laughs> she does that thing where it's in a scary movie where Shannon Elizabeth uh, is like acting and her boyfriend's getting stabbed. And she's like, she's like, oh my God, turn around, turn around. He's like getting stabbed and all yeah. that. She's like, you fucking crazy sons of bitch. And they all think she's acting, but that scene really happens and I know what you did last summer. Oh, man. Where her boyfriend's getting stabbed on top of the steps. Mm-hmm. He's watching her do her pageant and she's like, oh my God, turn around. Yes. Um, but yeah. Everybody's like, wow, she's acting very well. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yes, she was in that, and, and yeah, she was pretty big at this time. Had, um, Buffy, I think, was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, how into the show they were at the time, but she was in Buffy, and then um, Cruel Intentions, like I said, I watched that a lot as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's like a sexy... Oh, I see. She's like a, she's a hardcore sociopath in that movie. I don't know that I've ever seen it. Oh, uh, well, we'll have to watch. She makes a bet with her stepbrother that if he can have sex with like this virgin girl at their school then she will have sex with him oh my god yeah it's a it's a sexy movie uh that's disgusting she has a cross that she carries around with like a little cocaine in it she like takes the cross apart and it's got like a little spoon with cocaine in it yeah it's a crazy ass movie yeah but she's like a she's like an evil bitch you know i guess so i mean but she's very very nice in this movie of course so she's very you know sweet and innocent in this movie (laughs) (laughs) yes So, yeah, the French staff, they're being asses to her, and Sean Patrick Flannery, it's just where he comes in, is kind of like an asshole to her again as well, because she starts crying. Mm, I don't think he comes in. I think she just thinks that she can't do it, so she starts to cry because everybody else is kind of, doesn't have faith in her. Yeah, so she starts crying, and it, like, goes in the food. Yeah, it goes in some kind of sauce, which is the appetizer. Yes, it goes in the appetizer, and they make it, and... Okay, yeah. So yes, it cuts to Sean. He's like kind of walking around monitoring everything, and then they they serve the the appetizer, which someone says foie gras, which I thought was duck or or no idea. You have to forgive me. Uh, but then the people eat it, and everyone starts happily crying. Yes, and there's a ding. Like every time somebody takes a bite, it's like ding. Oh yeah, take a bite. Ding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's crying, but they're doing it in like a happy kind of like getting up. Yeah, their feelings. they're yeah they're crying, but it's it's a happy thing, and they're just they think the food is just wonderful. Which when when they got to this point, I had a flashback to when I ate like really spicy food, where I'm in <laughs> such pain, but I still eat it because it's so good. And I'm like, this fucking hurts, and I just keep eating it. I love it so much. <laughs> I can't do really spicy food, but if it's good, I'm just like my mouth's on fire. Oh god. <laughs> That's what I got when these people were crying. I thought it was funny because Betty Buckley was going around handing out tissues to everybody. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, because Sean Patrick Flannery's like, what's, what's going on? And Dylan Baker's like, well, it's 
we're having a healthy cry. It's good to have a healthy cry every now and again. It's nice to have a good cry. Get it all out. Yeah, and so is that where he goes back into the kitchen? Um, He goes back at one point. I, it doesn't really matter. Um, One thing we should note here, Dylan Baker earlier in the movie talks about a dream that he has with Sean Patrick Flannery. Mm-hmm. He was like, I had a dream last night. He was like, I was, the restaurant was open and I was standing there. And he's like, but I could see my grandfather in the reflection of my shoes and he was sticking his tongue out at me. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what it means. Figure it out. So when they're all crying at dinner at night, he looks into his shoe. <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, I don't know what's going on. He's <laughs> like, oh, you too. He like pulls his shoe off and looks into the reflection. So that uh, kind of a comeback, come back to that joke. Yeah. And uh, Dylan does tell Sean that he admires him like his grandfather, but doesn't hate him like his grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny, yes. So this is when I think Nolan and Sarah Michelle kind of figure, oh no, um, her Aunt Betty Buckley comes in and is like, she's like, no, you haven't figured it out for some dumbass reason, but I've got to explain it to you. <laughs> but your feelings are going into the food. Yeah. I know it. Everyone out there knows it. The audience watching the movie knows it, but I have to explain it to Where you. Where have you been? Yes. And she's like, but everybody's crying. And she's like, but it's good. They love the food. The mm-hmm. food is amazing. Because she's freaking out and Nolan, her sous chef, is like, we're going to have to move to New Guinea where no one knows us. We're fucked. Yeah. And then Betty Buckley comes in and tells him, you can make your good emotions into food. Just feel good and put them into the food. And um, Nolan, her sous chef, is like, yes, make all the women love me and all the men give me their wallets. Yeah. Because now uh, they're eating the main meal and they're all silent yeah they're like not talking mm-hmm. and sean patrick flannery is like walking around and he's like why isn't anyone talking they're like in a trance mm-hmm. like a food coma almost yeah i used to eat this chinese food from this place here in town where i would go into a food coma i would just lay and watch like movies and i'd just be like this uh... life's never gonna get better than this say <laughs> <laughs> like, oh this is amazing <laughs> but yes yeah, so all the people are just in a trance so she decides to go ahead yes and serve the dessert and then the the same I think it's the same dessert that she made before. It's like the peach or whatever. Yes. Because every time anyone like cuts into it, the fog comes out like mm-hmm. before, and and then people start eating it, and that's when people are just like, oh, oh. <laughs> and I said it to you right when the movie was ending, but I'm like, this movie's gonna end in an orgy, isn't it? <laughs> we need to watch a movie called Society, but it's this, if anyone's seen that movie, it's gonna end like Society, just a fucking orgy of people merging into one body. I could see it. Yeah, they're all like, oh, ooh, oh They're all just my God. Having, having a good old time. Yeah, and what I thought was weird is because Sarah Michelle Gellar walks out of the kitchen and goes downstairs and sees all that, and she starts to leave. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a second, isn't the, sh- isn't the chef like the ship's captain? Like, wouldn't she stay? And why the fuck are all these other people staying? And Yeah, no, she's like, I'm fucking out of here. I'm done with this. Yeah, because she leaves, and it cuts back to the kitchen, and the, the snooty French chef is sitting there with the crab. And he's eating the, eating the dessert, mm-hmm. and he's crying, and he's like, "Oh, this is the best food I've ever had. Do you want some, my little friend?" And he gives some to the crab, and I was like, "What the fuck?" You <laughs> hear? Yeah, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I hate that noise. But, um... <laughs> See, what I thought was going to happen is I thought the crab was going to inadvertently get cooked, and her powers were going to go away. <laughs> that been a little dark. I guess so. I'll be like, "Where's the crab?" And be like. Uh, we cooked it. It tastes delicious. <laughs> I have magic powers. Then it starts flying. So she starts to leave, and and Sean Patrick Flannery, I guess, is where he realizes that he's being a jerk. 
because the movie flashes back throughout the movie. He's like sitting in his office, and then we have a flashback. Mm-hmm. And, and the movie is like, hey, in case you weren't watching this last hour and a half, let's show everything again. Yeah, and recap everything. Shows her meeting him, them eating, them talking, and blah, 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 blah. So he decides he wants to be with her and that he was an idiot. So mm-hmm. he runs downstairs, doesn't see her, goes back in, gets in the elevator. As soon as the elevator door shut, she comes down the stairs right yes. there and walks out. They just miss each other. Walks out, yeah. So she walks out into the street and gets into a cab and he's on his office. He's in the office and he sees her. He's like, mm-hmm. Amanda. And she doesn't hear him. And... Come back. <laughs> Baby, come back. <laughs> uh, she gets in the cab and. He's like, oh shit, and he has his paper airplane, and this is where it all mm-hmm. was building up to, everybody. The exciting conclusion of the paper airplane story. Here we go. So he, like, I, I wrote in my notes, it's funny, because the cab is showing, like, leaving and, like, driving off, mm-hmm. and he's just like, oh, please, please, work. he's, like, please. folding it, he's creasing it, <laughs> and I'm like, the cab's gone, man. The cab's going, like, yeah. 10 miles an hour, it's but but it's stopping in traffic, I guess. But he throws the paper airplane, we get a camera shot, point of view of the paper airplane. Yep, going down. Very weird, and, and it flies into the taxi, and it lands on Sarah Michelle's lap, and she's like, oh my god! And so she gets out, and she goes back, and she sees Sean Patrick Flannery, and he's like, I was an idiot, I'm so sorry, you know, you're your most important thing to me. Well, before this, she's like running to the building, and he's all like, I got to pick an outfit out for her. Oh, God, that's right. So he has time to put an outfit on this mannequin and get a card that says, wear me or something like that. And she, as soon as she gets in there, the elevator opens and there's that mannequin with the the dress on. Okay, yes. Yeah, he has to pick out her fucking dress. And mm-hmm. so he sees it. And so they go and she's standing in the middle of everybody's dancing in the big restaurant at this point. Yeah. And she's standing there, and that's when he's like, oh, I, I love you. He says, I've loved you since that first day I met you in the market. And I'm like, what? Wow, that's fast. I think he just landed on pretty thick. But she, but this is the last line of the movie. She's like, when I had my hand up your pants. <laughs> like you, you mean that one time when my hand was up your pants? Yeah, the movie ends on a dick joke. Jesus. Um, so they start dancing. Oh, and then she said, men are so easy. Oh, yeah, men and are then, so easy. That's when they started kissing. But yeah, they, doesn't he say like, yeah, he says he loves her. I think she says, I love you too or Mm -hmm. whatever. And then he's like, I've loved you since the market, blah, blah, blah. They start flying or floating. Yes. They rise to like the top of the thing. And then the film like does a iris in or iris out. I don't know. But it basically like, Mm. it closes into like a circle and it focuses on who the band leader is in the back of the restaurant directing the music. And it's that fucking Gino Riley. the creepy guy. He's directing the music. Yeah, he's been there the whole time mm. torturing these people. <laughs> <laughs> so. He's probably like, come on, guys, let's all have sex. <laughs> <laughs> it, look, we all have to have sex to summon Satan at the end of this. Let's do it. Is this what all rom-coms going to be is us talking about sex? Because. I don't know. I, mean, I don't I've know. had fun this episode. It was a fun, you know, it was fun. I didn't like the movie, but I got to say my, uh, I told you last night after it was over, I was like, how funny would it be if then Gino Riley comes out and he's like, all right, now I got you your love of your life and I'm actually a demon. So give me your soul. I'm a demon. I'm going to take your soul. You're going to go to hell. Gino Riley, you summoned me when you wished that your restaurant would stay open. <laughs> so I came here and now, give me your soul. Yes. 
And then, yes, at the end, he was like, we have to summon our Lord Satan by having a massive orgy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be funny if he's in the background be like, now do it! God, do it! <laughs> like, why isn't anyone having sex? And they're like, well, it's a rom-com. He's yeah, like, damn it! We can't. I thought this was a horror movie. <laughs> a horror movie. Horror movie. So we have no explanation as to why she's magic. No explanation as nope. to who Gino Riley is. Nope. What importance this crab has. Nope. What the fuck? Not. I didn't even look it up, but I was like, this movie had to have been like three hours before. Maybe. And they were like, well, maybe people will just understand that Gino's magic. But like, why? Why is he there? I mean, Gino, she says something about like her mother dying. So I'm like, okay, mm. well, is it her mother summoning Gino to come and help her? But That's what I got, but we, it doesn't really explain that. They don't explain shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, so she can all of a sudden just cook. Is it because she's in love? No, she just can. I think it... I think this would have been a lot better if they answered those questions and if um, Sean wasn't such an asshole. Yeah, yeah, because that brings us into the, like, the best and the worst parts. Do you have anything picked out? Um, I do have a favorite. Um, yeah, so my favorite part is when he's stuck up on the ceiling after they've been kissing. He's freaking out because he's oh, really? floating and she says, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Yeah. <laughs> and then he comes down. I thought that was... That was pretty funny and cute. Um, probably the worst part is when the crab was in the marketplace at the very beginning, and yeah. you could see like the wires or cord or whatever they use, fish wire string. I don't know, but that was just god awful. Yeah, it's very stupid. Uh, overall, I did not like the movie. So my favorite part of the movie, I'd probably say, is when any, whenever anybody eats her food just the orgasming everyone having to act like they're orgasming like these poor actors <laughs> they're just like oh mm, you feel oh. sorry for them so it's your favorite part uh well it's just i can you imagine having to do that i guess they're no. getting paid but i'd be like okay you're gonna have to act like you're having an orgasm in front of all these people in this camera i'd be like well give me a good enough food for me to do that <laughs> come on there's a uh, chinese food place in missouri called china walk bring me some andy's um worst part probably just when sean patrick flannery was being a jerk yeah when the movie comes to an end, you need to feel bad for the guy. You need to still mm -hmm. like him. Mm -hmm. And I didn't. No. Like, he's like, I'm sorry I was a jerk. And I'm like, yeah, this guy, this, this isn't the love of your life. Dump this fucking dude. No, she is making a huge mistake. And who cares if he picked out a pretty dress for her, which then it's like, okay, you don't like me how I am? <laughs> yeah, there's a I lot. I have to be... dress the way that you want me to dress? There's a lot that can be read into that. Absolutely. What? But yeah, no, that him, him acting like an asshole, the movie has him go too far. So at the end of it, you're just like, I still, I don't like this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I didn't like this movie either. Yeah, I know. Uh, and I do like rom-coms. Oh, I do. Yeah. And um, it's just, I don't know, this one was a little lifetimey, even though it was orgasmic. Yeah. Yeah. It felt very cheap. Yeah. It definitely felt cheap. And I just picked this one because I had heard about it. I heard something about a magic crab and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is that shit? So, um, and I'm really disappointed that the song Simply Irresistible was not in this movie. Yeah. Is that the name of it, Simply Irresistible? It is, okay. yeah. And again, we talk about the movie being cheap. Maybe they just couldn't afford it. It could be, but... Because, yeah, you think going out, they would go out with the theme song, but they don't. It's not in the credits at all, so... Mm -hmm. Oh, well, I don't know. And it, it just doesn't come together very well. I think very poorly written, poorly put together. So, yeah. um, anything else to say about that? 
No. All right, we're still in rom-com month going forward. Yeah, this is our first one in I rom-com. Don't, I don't have my planner in front of me, so I'll just go off the one that I know is in February I have written down. We'll be doing Waking Up in Reno next month. No. It's, that sounds funny. If that's the same name of it. It's got Patrick Swayze, Billy Bob oh. Thornton, Charlize Theron, I think. I love me some Patrick Swayze. Yeah. It, it's not a great movie. I remember seeing it when I was younger, but man, Patrick Swayze, he's just awesome. He's he, the best. He is. He is amazing yeah and um i just kind of want to watch it again too because i remember thinking some parts were funny basically it's like these two couples billy bob and his wife patrick swayze and his wife Mm -hmm. they go to reno on like a vacation and crazy shit ensues so um we'll be doing that and i will have my notes ready for me next time so i will have another movie ready to go but expect that next monday we'll be doing waking up in reno nice and you can join us on instagram you can Mm -hmm. look at us look us up uh the film obsessed couple we are also on Facebook. You can email us at um, thefilmobsessedcouple at gmail.com. We're pretty much, hopefully by this time, we're on every platform out there that you can get a podcast. So uh, if you mention us to a friend, they shouldn't have any problem. We're also on Google, so you just Google us. Uh, your friends could Google us. Family, anybody. Um, but yeah, that I... I say it every time, but in order to get our name out there, we, we do need your help with that. We can do so much, but word of mouth is, is really the best way. Yeah, absolutely. And we thank you, all of you who have been with us so far. Mm-hmm. And again, if you have suggestions, we're wondering if some of these movies, if I'm picking them, are just a little too strange or people never heard of, so they don't yeah. want to listen to them. So, um, you know, if you get to us in time, I mean, by the time we've announced it, We've probably recorded it. We'll see how that works. Yeah, we would still like some feedback, But though. give us feedback. If you if you think some of the movies we're doing are a little too obscure, or if you're still enjoying it, let us know. Or if you have suggestions, because, gosh, by year three, I'm going to be, like, looking. One of the categories we have in the future is, like, thriller. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, well, we've done that thriller. We've done that thriller. We've done that thriller. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah, somebody that knows, like, an obscure 80s or 70s thriller, I would absolutely love that. Yeah. So give it to us, people. Yeah, let us know. So... All right, well, as always, we will see you again next Monday with Waking Up in Reno. Thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye.